0: We put our scriptures to some, some one hundred and ten. Yeah. Are you there? You can read if you're there.
1: Of thine enemies, thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power, mm. in the beauties of holiness from the womb of the world, mm. thou hast the deal of thy youth, mm. the Lord has sworn and will not repent, thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, mm. The Lord at thy right hand shall strike true kings in the day of his wrath. He shall judge among the Eden. He shall fill the places with the dead bodies. Mm. He shall wound the hands over many countries. He shall drink of the book in the way. Therefore, he shall
0: eat of the head. Mm. Um, Let me read Amplified. If we have another translation, we can also. Let me read Amplified from here. Amplified says, The Lord. Father, says to my Lord, the Messiah, his son, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet, subjugating them into complete submission. The Lord will send the scepter of your strength from Zion, saying, rule in the midst of your enemies your people will offer themselves willingly to participate in your battle in the day of your power in the splendor of holiness from the womb of the dawn your young men are to you as the dew. so can we check um, other translation as well In IV, okay.
1: The Lord says to my Lord, okay. sit at my right hand All right. until I make your enemies a footstool you for your feet. Mm. The Lord will extend your mighty scepter from Zion. Yeah. Saying, Rule in the midst of your enemies. Yeah. Your troops will be willing yeah. on your day of
0: battle. Your troops will be willing, be willing on your day of battle.
1: Arrayed in holy splendor, mm. your young men will come to you, mm. like dew from the morning's womb.
0: Like dew from the morning's womb. I think yes. let's stop in that verse 3. Yes. Do you have other translation there? Uh, message. message. The okay. of
2: God to my Lord. Mm. To sit alongside me here on my throne mm. until I make your enemies stool for your feet. Okay. You we were forged a strong scepter by God of Zion. Mm. Now you mm those surrounded by enemies mm. your people will freely join you mm. splendid in holy armor on mm. the great day of your conquest mm. join you at the fresh break of day mm. join you with all the vigor of youth mm. um, the um, passion translation Yahweh said to my lord the messiah Sit with me as a throne ruler while I subdue you your every enemy. Mm. They will bow low before you as I make them a footstool for your feet.
0: They will bow low yeah,
2: before you as I make them a footstool for your feet. Messiah, I know God Himself will establish your kingdom as you reign in glory. Mm. For He said to you, Rule in the midst of your enemies, mm. your people will be your love offerings In the day of your mighty power, you will be exalted there will be your love offering.
0: love offering
2: in the day of your mighty power you will be exalted mm. and in the brightness of your holy ones you will shine as an army arising from the womb of the dawn mm. anointed with the dew of the
0: say so you will be exalted in the day of your what?
2: yeah you would in the day of your mighty power In the
0: day of your mighty power you'll be exalted, exalted. Amen. Um, It is just a short charge. May the Lord bless his word in our hearts in Jesus name. Mm -hmm. You know, the Lord has been speaking to us since the time we've gathered. He started with us yesterday and he raised a very serious matter with us. And what I sense he won't, he won't um, speak. The same thing he said to us yesterday but it's just like an extension and a continuation of what he started to see and while we were worshiping the word that keep ringing in my spirit is that the Lord has arise in his shining armor of battle the Lord wants to rule he wants to take charge of this territory that we find ourselves called United Kingdom he wants to be the commander-in-chief and we shall be his foot soldiers and we shall receive Commandments, we shall receive direction, we shall receive instruction, then serving under his, his army, we will be able to conquer and establish the dominion and establish the, his rulership upon this territory. That is very strong in my spirit and we are at the end time we are at that very time that they are talking about the day of his power. Because the day of his power is the day of his spirit. The Bible says "Ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And there's a part in that scripture that um, really struck my spirit. And what is that? It said... He will send his scepter, the rod of his strength, out of Zion. And I was looking at that scripture. Who is that rod of his strength? We are the rod of his strength that he will be sending out of Zion. We are the rod of his strength that he will be using to rot his works amongst the hating. Amongst the unbelievers. He says, sit at my right hand until I make thy enemies your foes too. You know, uh, we are in the midst of his enemies. We are in the midst of his enemies. And from the moment they know that you are a Christian, when they know that you are a believer, for from there, they know that you are you are of Jesus, you are you are a follower of Christ, from that point, they begin to resent you. They are looking for your mistakes, they want to persecute you, they want to make life terrible and miserable for you. We are in the midst of his enemies, but despite of that christ must reign christ must rule and that is the reason why we cannot subject ourselves to their ways of living we cannot live where we came from and we start living like them we cannot let british pounds to 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 take the love of god out of our hearts he said the bible said he said um your people will offer themselves willingly what does that mean he said your people will offer themselves willingly to participate in your battle the day of your power in the splendor of holiness from the womb of the dawn if we will be offering ourselves willingly what does that mean that means we have our own will right and we are submitting our will to the will of the Lord that means. We have our plans, we have our ambitions, we have our focus, but what this scripture is telling us that men will drop the ambition, men will drop their focus, men will drop what gives them joy and enthusiasm and they will They will enlist themselves, they will release themselves to join the Lord, to to bring about the realization of what we are talking about. Because Christ must reign, the unbelievers will not continue to take our territories. And this understanding must sink deeply into us that we are not just here to make money. We are not just here to find greener pastures, we we are not just here to make life comfortable for ourselves and for our families. There is a reason why God has made it possible for us to be here. If the Lord will be spreading nurses all over the continent, some people went to Canada, some are in the United States of America, we are in the United Kingdom, so many are in Highland. We are just scattered abroad. The reason is because nothing is an instrument to bring about this realization. The Lord will conquer the hearts, His knowledge will flow like rivers of water, and He will rule in the midst of His enemies laws and everything that you know government put in place will begin to favor christianity christ will begin to have dominion you know and that is the basic of that scripture and if you if we if we look at another scripture in line with that if we look at um matthew chapter 6 Matthew chapter 6 Matthew chapter 6 and there are some requirements if you if you note that scripture says in the beauty of holiness that means there is a requirement to become a foot soldier of the master in beauty of what in beauty of holiness number one they will submit their will is that it and number two in beauty of holiness. They shall be like the dew eh, of the morning. Dew of the morning is you know fresh, is clean, is pure. Beauty of holiness. So that means holiness is a requirement to becoming one of his food soldiers. So if we look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, you can read it here. Matthew chapter 6, verse 10. Yeah. Your kingdom
1: come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
0: Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You can, do, you have, do you have another translation? Passion. okay
1: kingdom
0: realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth and cause every purpose to be fulfilled on earth just as it is in heaven just as it is, as it is in heaven but if that is going to happen it's not going to happen automatically there are vessels there are men that will submit their will to bring about this realization to bring about this manifestation, and that is you and I. He said, your kingdom come, he said, your will be done on hearts as it is in heaven. Hmm. In um, Luke chapter 22, Luke chapter 22. I think 2242.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. Your will must be mine. (laughs) My Amplified. Do you have any translation there? My Amplified said, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup of divine rods from me. Wow. Yea, yet not my will, wow. but always yours be done. Now an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. Say, if you are willing, remove this cup from me, yet not my will, yours be done. So that means, We always have our will. We always have our plan. And as a believer, we must always sort, look for his will. We must always search out his will. What is it that the master wants? And it is just for one purpose. is for his kingdom to be established. That is just it. Because the more we, we 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 are we are we are embarking on our plans, the more we don't allow his plan to be manifested, his purposes to be manifested, that means we are we are against the Lord. We are against the establishment of his rule, of his kingdom on the heart. The more I'm able to do his will, right? the more his kingdom be manifested, first of all in my life, in my family, then it becomes extended all over the places and everyone that comes in contact with my life. Are you getting it? So that is what the scripture is saying here, Jesus has his own will, he could have escaped. Don't you think so? He could have escaped. Because when you look at, you know, he, he can emphasize it. He has seen people being crucified before. That is how the Romans, that is how they kill people. The Roman Empire crucifies, um, usually crucifies criminals. So he knew how it is done. He knew the the kind of agony, the pains they go through. So Jesus was not the first person. He wasn't the first person that was crucified. Other people have been crucified before that, before that time. Because that is the way, way they kill people. They kill by crucifixion. That's how they deal with and deal with criminals. But his own death is a peculiar one. His death; those people that have died before, they died because of their sins. They died because whether they are criminal, wow. whether they have they, they, they oh, committed God. robbery or they killed somebody, they have gone against the law. Wow. But in Jesus' um, instance, in Jesus' circumstances, he has no sin, he has not committed any crime. People just wow. hated him God. because they think he's a heretic. <laughs> They thought Jesus was heretic that how can he call himself the son of God? You know? And they took him to the Roman government to kill him. So, Jesus' killing death was a totally different one. So, so now, this scripture Joshua, so, this scripture is, is, um, is saying to us that We have our will, but we must always submit our will. And um, that will of God might be painful. That will of God might be in an opposite direction to ours, but we must embrace it. Because as we embrace it, then His glory will be manifested in our lives. You see that. Glory came upon Christ after His death. May the Lord grant us understanding in Jesus' name. Um, let's look at one or two more scriptures before we pray. Second um, Corinthians chapter ten, verse five, is saying that we are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud things that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God and we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ, being ready to punish every act of disobedience when when your own obedience as a church is complete. This battle we are talking about is not a physical battle. It is the battle of the mind. Do you notice that the enemy is warring within our minds. He wants to relegate the knowledge of God in our hearts. There is a battle and that is why we have social media. We have a lot of things online, a lot of informations that are Contradicting the knowledge of God, and that is why this scripture is saying that we are destroying sophisticated arguments. Whoa. There are arguments that are against the will of God, and all of that, all of those arguments, all of those battles of the mind, is to do is to is to achieve one thing: is to rubbish the knowledge of God. They want to rubbish the knowledge of God. And if the battle is won in the mind, then it it becomes manifested in the physical. So there is a battle of the mind going all around. And some people are standing that there is no God. And they call themselves atheists. And some people have some um, scientific proof to say that God does not exist. And they are using science, they are comparing science to God. They don't know that God is the originator of science. And all of these were fights where, you know, all of those those body of knowledge, they want to conquer the knowledge of God. And that is why we must stand our ground and in every domain God has placed us, we must ensure that the knowledge of God is exalted. And the knowledge of God is always finding expression, no matter how they, they will try to relegate it. And we ourselves must always live a life of obedience. When I obey the word of God, then I'm doing the will of God. Because the, the scripture, the word of God, is the will of God. Is that right? So... Um, I'm just trusting the Lord to grant us understanding. Um uh, lastly, Hebrews chapter, Hebrews chapter 10. Is it verse 7 now? Yeah, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 7 is saying that uh before Hebrews chapter 10, before we read Hebrews chapter 10, Romans chapter 12. What is Romans chapter 12 saying? Then we we tie it together with Hebrews chapter 10, then we then we pray. Um Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2.
1: Beloved, beloved friends. Okay. This is the what should be our proper response to God's marvelous message?
0: Yeah. To surrender yourselves to God to be the sacred living sacrifices. Sacred living sacrifices and live
1: in holiness. Okay. Experiencing all <laughs> That delights in mm. us. So For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Mm. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture sure. around you. Okay. But be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit. All right. A total reformation of how you
0: think. Of the mind. <laughs> this will
1: empower you yeah. to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life mm. satisfying and perfect in his eyes
0: mm. can you can you see that scripture you know before you know the issue we were talking about before we read the scripture was talking about it is the issue of the mind the battle in the mind we are talking about battle and we are his soldiers we are his foot soldiers not a physical soldier but he's soldiers in the realm of the spirit, in the realm of the mind, conquering those domains for God. And that scripture is saying that we should set ourselves apart. You know, I was saying that one of the requirements that we need, the Bible said, beauty of holiness. We cannot afford to live anyhow. We must not permit immorality in our lives. Because this country, due to loneliness, some people have engaged in some immoralities. We find people are beaten, and they are Christians before they came and it's because everything is lonely, nobody is checking on anyone and they just wanted a companion, they just wanted somebody to be with them and they engaged in things that are that are against the will of god the proper thing for a lady or for a young man is to get married get into courtship and get married not dating and not finding somebody that okay let's check whether we we are whether we are we are compatible then if we are compatible then we'll marry what if you are not compatible then you will start testing try, try and try an error are you getting me so number one He said, "Beauty of holiness." And Romans chapter twelve is also saying the same thing. He said, "We should offer ourselves as what? As a living sacrifice." Do you know what living sacrifice means? It means that a sacrifice that is alive. If you put a living goat, a goat that you have not bound, you 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 have not restricted, on the altar, it knows you want to kill it. Is it not going to run away? So now, what this scripture is telling us that? We have our will, but we are only submitting it. We are living sacrifice, a sacrifice that is alive. We 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 submitted ourselves willingly. Are you getting it? He now said holiness. He mentioned holiness um, as part of that scripture. How does he put it?
1: Sacred living sacrifices.
0: Sacred living sacrifices. And
1: live in holiness.
0: And live in holiness. So those are the requirements to become. of his foot soldiers and he now said we should know what be conformed to this world said but we should be transformed by what by the renewing of our mind the reason why he's saying that is because this battle this war is in the mind is the battle of the mind because it is by faith that we believe that jesus is the son of god it is by faith. We live by the Bible says the just shall live by faith. Also it is in the mind. So if we are conquered in our mind and we believe it is not possible, it is not, it is not. Then it is not. And we begin to live like the world system. But the word of God has the capacity to do what? To renew our mind and to keep us congruent with the will of God. And in my own translation, or whether any other translation is talking about spiritual maturity. So that is when you will know the will of God. He said, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is. Is there another translation that is talking about you will know?
1: Yes. by the of your mind? Yeah. Approve. And approve what
0: God's will is. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it here. Okay. It's good, it's good pleasing, and perfect, will. and perfect will. Now, he said, here, he said, be transformed and progressively change as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitude so that so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is. You get it? That amplified the saying that when my mind is renewed, when I'm consistently regenerated and renewed, then I'm becoming more mature. Maturity leads to the capacity to know what the will of God is. If I'm spiritually young, or I'm a babe spiritually, I I won't be able to discern the will of God. It is the spiritual maturity that leads to knowing what God wants. And that is the reason why we must strive for spiritual maturity. And that happens through what? Through understanding and being developed by the will of God, by the word of God. This is the will of God. When I'm trained by the will of God, by the word of God, I become mature, then I know his way for my life. That is what the scripture is saying. He said, then you'll be able to um, what is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. So spiritual maturity brings us to the understanding of his plan and purposes for our lives. And lastly, in Hebrews chapter 10, Verse 7 and 8. The Bible says, Then I said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God, to fulfill what is written of me in the scroll of the book. After saying in the citation above, You have neither desired nor have you taken delight in sacrifices and offerings and old burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, which are offered according to the law. Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will. And so he does away with the first covenant as means of atoning for sin based on animal sacrifices, so that he may inaugurate and establish the second covenant by means of obedience. So everything is still done to obedience. So as we pray, that scripture is clear. It said, Lo, I come according to the volume of books written of me to do thy will, O God. We are here to do his will, and we must understand what the will of God is. And though all the script, scripture we've read has, has explained to us how we can understand right, the will of God for our lives, I have a portion that is written of me in this scripture to do his will. You have your own portion. You must discover it. You must find it out. And that is what Romans chapter 12 was talking about. When we are renewed in our mind, when we are transformed, when we don't conform ourselves to this world, then we become matured to know his will. I pray that the master, the Lord, will grant us understanding in jesus name and we'll be able to do his will we'll be able to conquer territories for him in jesus name a short recap what is it that we need we need holiness the bible says beauty of holiness number two we need to submit our will by enlisting ourselves willingly into his battle and we are talking about this battle this battle might not be a physical battle is the battle of the mind, and that is the reason why we must keep close to the Word of God to keep our minds renewed, so that we can conquer in our mind. And he's talking about arguments, talking about um, um, you know understandings of this world that are rising against the knowledge of God. It said they must be knocked down. And lastly, everything boils down to obedience. Obeying the word of God. So if I know the will of God and I don't obey, it, so what's the point? Even when I know and I'm able to do it, then that is obedience. May the Lord grant us understanding in Jesus' name. Can we just bow down our hearts as we pray to God? The Lord has shared his mind for us today. He has shared his mind with us and is bringing us to the understanding that there is a battle to fight at this end time the lord is sitting and he will send us out as a rod of his strength to fight at this end time to 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 achieve dominion to bring about harm um, to bring about defeat to the enemy to conquer our territories, to establish the kingdom of Christ. We will do it for him. We are the one that will be doing it for him. Because the Lord is sitting at the right hand, and we are the rod of his strength that is sending out to achieve this. Can we pray, Lord, I'm releasing myself. I'm submitting my will, Lord. I enlist myself, Lord, as your food soldier. And I'm saying that I'm part of of the rod of your strength that you will use at this end time. I'm part of the rod of your strength. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm one of them. Send me out as a rod of your strength to conquer thy enemy. Send me out as a rod of thy strength to conquer your enemy. In the name of Jesus. Can we ask that, Lord, I receive the grace... The grace to live holyly, to live a holy life. He said, in the beauty of his holiness, that is what is expected of us as believers, to live a life of purity and holiness. A soldier cannot cannot concern himself with the affairs of this world. (laughs)